You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast, episode 148. Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, The Veg. This episode was brought to you by the patrons. That's right. To find out more about how you can get your favorite movie nominated, head on over to rotoscopers.com slash Patreon. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, Don Bluth, and everything in between. My name is Chelsea Robson, and I am here with my faithful companion, Morgan Stradling. Hello! We are going to podcast our way into your hearts this next hour or so, and we are talking about... Wallace and Gromit. So to tell you a little bit about what we are and who we are, basically what we do is we're just a couple of friends. We sit around and we nerd out on animated movies. We talk about the old, the new, the upcoming, and hey, even we'll just, we basically just go over everything that we know, everything that we have learned from sources such as IMDb, Box Office Mojo, Wikipedia, and the works, bonus material when available, whatever, you know. That's just what we do. Mm-hmm. This is a show that is by fans for fans. So that's what makes us unique and different is that we aren't necessarily animators ourselves. And this isn't for, uh, this is for everybody, but we're definitely fans. So we take it from a fan perspective. So if we get some things wrong about the production, how it was made, make some guesses because we aren't animators. Please forgive us. We weren't there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we do this every other week <laughs> with a different movie in a different studio. It's great. We can't be there every time. But this one, as I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. I'm super excited to talk do, about this do, one. Do. <laughs> In 2000, they answered the question, what do chickens do when no one is watching? Who is the they they're referring to? DreamWorks? <laughs> because there were other Wallace and Gromit films, short films before this. They're making it seem like, oh. pair that started it all, Wallace well, it and first Gromit. First fooling, but I mean, Wallace and Gromit have answered other questions as well. Gromit, old pal, I'll need assistance. <laughs> One's an inventor. Just a bit of harmless brain alteration, that's all. Who never says die. Full suction. The other is his dog. Who never says anything. They've made gadgets. They've made contraptions. And they've made a movie from DreamWorks and Ardman Studios. Get ready for action. Suspense. Mystery. And vegetables. I have the most terrible rabbit problem. How on earth would they ever catch such a big rabbit? Oh, come on, Gromit. A bit more alluring. 
Wallace and Gromit, the curse of the were-rabbit. So, there we have it. It is Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. So, let's get into a little general information before we start talking about it. The studio's Ardman Animations um, and DreamWorks Animation. And this was a joint partnership that they had done, as I mentioned at the beginning of that trailer. Chicken Run was one of the first that they had done, and they also did Flushed Away. Now, it was revealed in the breaking of the partnership, and since DreamWorks was a publicly traded company, these numbers had to eventually get released to the public, but they there was quite a write-off that had to happen because of the supposed unsuccess of Curse of the Were-Rabbit, and specifically Flushed Away. Flushed Away was the hair that broke the camel's back. Uh-huh. This one, while it was profitable, it didn't meet the studio's expectations. And by the studio, I mean DreamWorks. So they had projected that it was going to do so much better than it actually did. It did not. And so to them, this was a... Uh, they had to write some off. Interesting. So That is very interesting, considering that, I mean, the budget was only $30 million, which for an animated film is very low. Yes, Extremely low, especially in 2005. And then we have the box office domestic made $56 million, which is definitely not losing money. Yep. <laughs> and that's not even worldwide. Worldwide is $192 million, which is huge, especially for a stop motion film. Oh, yeah. You look, I was looking through a bunch of the different stop motions. Um, the same about three weeks prior to this, Tim Burton's Corpse Bride came out. And it, domestically, it did about the same, but it was only maybe another $50,000, $60, I mean, $60 million worldwide total. So it was not a huge success outside of the United States. And so, granted, it's also... You know, Tim Burton. Tim Burton, and it's like a Halloween theme, so not every country celebrates Halloween the way we do. <laughs> and so, yes. um, they, yeah, it's just interesting because, in general, stop motion films do drastically lower numbers than normal or CGI or or two D animation mm-hmm. films, which is a huge set bummer because I love stop motion. I think stop motion is such a cool cool medium it's interesting because i specifically remember this period of time when these movies came out and they really were battling head to head there was curse of the were-rabbit and then corpse bride Mm -hmm. and corpse bride was the one that i ended up seeing in theaters with chelsea and i never saw curse of the were-rabbit in theaters and it's interesting because corpse bride like you said very much can be marketed as a halloween film not necessarily because it's about halloween but it's more of a scary spooky sort of topic i guess and you know coming back from the dead and burying (laughs) a dead corpse yeah it makes sense but wallace and gromit curse of the were rabbit i have a problem with this title because there's no curse right at all and in and you look at the title treatment and it's like the scary font with like it looks like blood's ha- dripping right, down. Right. And when you actually watch this movie, it's not really that scary. No. It there there's there are kind of frightening elements and like not even not even spooky in any way, but it's more of just like a uh what is that? You know, what right. what is the were rabbit? And 
mystery type. Yeah, it's more of a mystery. And it's I feel that it's very mismarketed for that way for that reason, because when you think of Curse of the Whatever, it usually brings on sort of like a Halloween-esque vibe. The original title was Wallace and Gromit, The Great Vegetable Plot, which um, does not have any sort of Halloween connotations at all. And DreamWorks actually told them to change it because uh, market research didn't like it. I I can agree with that. And and this was a problem was DreamWorks very much did not like a lot of the things with this movie. And it was something that um, Park, who was the one of the directors, he mentioned that it got very old quickly is because um, Katzenberg and DreamWorks were always sending them notes on what mm-hmm. they needed to change, specifically to make it appeal more to American audiences. Right. So some of the things that they changed is that they they had to re-record lines of the British dialogue, so that way it was less British, and th- <laughs> those accents were not as thick. And so they, I can they totally like just picture Katzenberg doing that. Though. <laughs> and it's it's quite a shame. There were certain words like. Um, they refer to the, the the grand prize as a melon when in reality the word is marrow and marrow wasn't a word that really has any connotation to people in the U.S. other than bone marrow, I guess. And so right. it just literally wouldn't translate it. But they, it says Jeffrey Katzenberg insisted that it was changed. And it was hard because then they'd like go and change the mouths because right. there wasn't any like marrow and melon are completely different sounds. Different it didn't quite work. And- yeah. And... So this was a very much a tense relationship with Ardman and DreamWorks because DreamWorks kind of had the upper hand in a way is that they were producing this and it was they a co-partnership and they were the bigger studio in a way. And so they really got to dictate what happened here, which um, it's these three DreamWorks films, DreamWorks Ardman films, they're good. They're not necessarily anything like blowing my socks off. Uh, I think Chicken Run... Chicken Run is probably the best of the three. Yeah. Um, and Flushed Away is an interesting one. We have not done that one yet. <laughs> no. We will at one point in time. But anyways, that's a little bit about the history and the backstory of this. So let me let me backtrack. I did mention Nick Park is one of the directors and Steve Box was also a director. So co-directors and yeah. Curse of the Were Rabbit. Not so scary in my... Now we have gone back and we have reviewed the Wallace and Gromit Shorts. So if you're not familiar, Wallace and Gromit, it's a very popular series of shorts by Ardman Animation about this man named Wallace and his dog named Gromit. Wallace is kind of aloof. He very much loves cheese and he's he's just not the brains of the operation. That is Gromit. Gromit is the dog. We never hear him speak, but he basically acts as if he's a person. He walks on two feet. He's, you know, bipedal and He's the brains of the operation. Usually Wallace is the one getting in trouble or doing something that's not so good that's going to, you know, backfire or, you know, injure him. And and Gromit is the one who's going to save him at the end of the day. And we see that quite a bit. So, yeah, that's a little bit. We I will include in the show notes the link to our Wallace and Gromit episode where we actually did go and we reviewed all of the Wallace and Gromit shorts up and up until that point. So this was actually their first feature length film. Very awesome. And I think that was one of the reasons why this one did outshine, especially um, obviously in the worldwide market, mm-hmm. because it's been, these have been around for so long, even though this is their very first full length animation feature, there's been three main shorts that have gotten lots of appeal and lots of, of notoriety throughout and many awards, you know, so everybody's just 
very familiar with mm-hmm. with Wallace and Gromit outside the U.S. Yes. <laughs> Caveat. Going into this, I love the theme song. <laughs> yep, and that's been stuck in my head all day all long. All day long. And you are welcome. You are going to be whistling that all day long. Chelsea randomly is just going to insert the theme song into random parts of this podcast, I have a feeling. It's a great idea. <laughs> I think I will. So yeah, we get started, and it's it's very much traditional. Um, cer- certain things about Wallace and Gromit is they love to eat, they love cheese, and I felt that this was kind of taking us back to those familiar elements where they're at the breakfast table, we're you know getting used to their. Wallace is an inventor in a way, and so he has all these different contractions: how to get them out of bed, how to feed themselves. So we're introduced to that right from the very beginning. I feel like every. Especially coming out of the 90s, I think every I think every inventor who takes himself seriously is going to create some type of up and atom machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Why why use those legs when you can use machines exactly. to get you out why of bed? Why don't we lose, use our legs like idiots over here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I actually wouldn't mind having one. It would probably help my my flow in the morning a whole lot oh, more. Oh yeah. <laughs> So they are exterminators and they're pest. What is their name? Um, anti-pesto. Anti-pesto. <laughs> yes, anti-pesto is the name and it just reminds me of anti-pasta. Right. <laughs> which uh, has nothing to do with killing animals. Well, they don't actually kill the animals. That's one thing that's they're very... humane. They're very, very humane about it. So they don't kill them. And we get set up very, very quickly with this and how they, they're set apart. Um, because we have this lady who... She has this rabbit problem. Do we go to her first? No, it's oh, okay. random person along the street. Actually, here's the thing. You it starts out and they have you see all these pictures of people in their neighborhood in his living room and they all have eyes that are like blinking and it's just the way it's set up is so weird because it, it does start out feeling like a big robbery and things are <laughs> things are going upside down and it, like turns out to be it's just his little setup to these garden gnomes like go back and the eyes start blinking of that person and I'm just thinking how would you feel if you if your uh, exterminator had your picture in his living room yeah not not good it's <laughs> I mean not it's a, a good look it's an easy way for him to like no oh this is the house and you know keeping yes. that, that that name face recognition there okay that's who i'm going to see okay but at the same time i would be really creeped out <laughs> yeah yeah that was that's where the true horror story is coming from in this movie yeah <laughs> those guys coming back to life or him spying i mean this could take a really dark turn where instead it's about this cute exterminator or nice exterminator um no no let's cut the whole rabbit storyline and let's just have it where those things become haunted oh and you know their eyes turn red and they start haunting wallace and gromit and it ties back to each one of those people being 
haunted by something and so he has to go and exterminate whatever yeah. is haunting them i mean eh, eh, eh. exorcist here. yeah yeah exactly that's how this could take you know really dark turns this is the really dark turn of Wallace and i mean that's the sequel right oh, okay. i mean it's, yeah, it's yeah. completely cheese it up for that obviously. of course yeah <laughs> i love when they go and they meet up with the old lady and her husband or neighbor i don't remember which one but like she's like oh my goodness you saved my 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 veg you've saved the veg <laughs> <laughs> I like the rabbits like getting away and he can't he's like about to eat the pumpkin and he like throws his teeth at him. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. my teeth <laughs> you know i've hoped within the past 50 years that our dental hygiene habits have improved to such a point that none of us need dentures in the future when uh, we get that old there is nothing worse than seeing someone pull out their teeth <laughs> it's and, so bad. yeah and that's another thing the word veg is very much a Britishism. Oh yeah. Um, it's not. Nope. Can't just say vegetable. It's a veg. I've never heard anyone refer to a vegetable in the U.S. as a veg. It's veggie. It's yeah, our, veggies. It's our shortened. But um, not just veg. Just doesn't have the best ring to it. Doesn't flow. No veggies. It's so much cuter. Veggies is so much cuter. <laughs> <laughs> but these are giant vegetables, so we can't use our cute little veggie. It's true. It's true. Well, and that's what's happening is right now they have a, a big, it's a big veg show where you, you oh, yeah. get to see who has created and who has grown the biggest vegetables of their kind. And it's, this is, this is all we have. We're simple folk here. <laughs> like this is all that these people have to look forward to all year round. Oh yeah. And that's what they do. And that's, it's so charming. I, I, and the thing is, there are cities and there are places like that. It's kind of like a, a county fair. Yeah. But as far as like, that's literally the only thing that they have to look up they to. Have to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Hey, don't bash it, Chelsea. I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> so we go to the, the lady um, who is very wealthy very rich she's her home very much reminds me of downton abbey yes in a way and and she has quite a little infestation of rabbits but she particularly called wallace and gromit because she wants it done humanely and her boyfriend is he a boyfriend is not married because she says i've grown attached to wallace at a later point so right no they're he's def- a suitor yeah yes he's, he's a suitor and he like he he brings her roses every time, but they're roses from her own garden. Yes, that's the running joke. And that's one thing with Wallace and Gromit is that they're very much, they have a lot of visual jokes. Yes. And they it is quite funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of jokes are visual. A lot are just, a lot a lot of jokes are very visual and things that you just have to watch to, to pay attention to. It, it's quite, quite funny. And that's one reoccurring joke is that he's just, cho- he's just chopping the flowers off from her own bush and giving them <laughs> to her. Uh, However, he has a different philosophy on extermination. A bullet to the head is the best solution. (laughs) Let's do this. (laughs) Which, you know, for certain things, don't necessarily have a problem with. But where would the fun be in that for the movie? (laughs) And I'm not referring to... Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Well, you know, this is something, going back to the humor style, this is something that I really love about Aardman is that in general, all of their, especially Wallace and Gromit, all of their, the humor that is in here is is so intelligent and innocent yet cheeky, you know? Like mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. these little things that like have 
slight slight innuendos and you're like that's funny <laughs> it's, it's quite good <laughs> they do a great job so the lady is lady campanula totty tottington and i was watching this on amazon we rented it using our amazon affiliate link and amazon has that awesome feature called x-ray where basically it shows you if someone's speaking it'll tell you who the actor is it has some fun tidbits and as i was watching one particular scene it mentioned that totty is kind of a british phrase for a desirable woman and Ooh. later when um well, and she is desirable, both to Wallace and then to Ralph Fine's character, which is Lord Victor Quartermain. So, and he is the suitor. But uh, both both of those men very much like Miss Totty. <laughs> but I like her a lot. I think Helen Bonamart Carter, initially I didn't know it was her. Yeah. But then once I realized and saw the x-ray, it was very clear. Oh my gosh, I know exactly who this is. It's, yeah. you. it's you. I mean, I know who she is, but then it became very clear because I could hear her voice in it. Um, she does such a great job. She I mean, does. there's a reason why she's used in so many different things. I know. And I think there's the typical, she's typecast as kind of this grungy whatever character, you know, the Helena Bonham Carter. For example, the Beatrix Lestrange sort of character. Right. They're really grungy and and whatnot, but she can do a wide variety Very of wide. stuff as far as this. And um, she was the the queen in the king's speech fairy uh, godmother. In Cinderella. Yes, yes, she does quite a bit. So very very talented. I love her a lot. So. So we, we discover that our inventor slash exterminator slash friend of bunnies slash does not like vegetables man. He has invented a nice little machine that you just boop, you plop it in the ground. It suctions all the bunnies up and boop, away we go. It's very humane. Very it's humane. Great. They're yeah. just like floating around in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, that was my, that was the joke made me laugh so hard when it's like he thought he got shot by Victor the rabbit thought yeah. he, he's going around and he's oh, like, no, yeah. I'll do it. And he shoots him, but he misses because the rabbit gets sucked down the hole and all he, like, he thinks he's flying to heaven. Yes. <laughs> so he's funny. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what the? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. And that ties us back into, then they take, take us back to the workshop, I guess, or to the lab where they decide to do some experiments because they, I don't want to kill these bunnies and the bunnies are great, except for the bunnies like the veg. the veg and we can't have them eating the veg of course not that's our veg we need so veg. if we can brainwash them into not liking vegetables this works great and it's kind of funny because you can i you can start seeing where this is going because initially while they're at breakfast uh apparently wallace is overweight he needs to lose a few pounds and veg eating the veg is a way to do that he does not like the veg so he is the polar opposite of our bunny friends ah uh, yes i would like the cheese too over the veg oh personally. for sure <laughs> absolutely oh yeah and so you know he's trying to brainwash himself it's um, just some harm harmless brain altification yes yes and that's nothing's ever gone wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> i love okay i love gromit yes he's I, so good he's so like the way that they're able to make his facial expression so earnest yes and like he really is there just for wallace like yes. he is there he's gonna help he's gonna do his thing i am here for you and wallace just has no idea i thought we were teammates <laughs> i was like oh my goodness i've been doing this all yes, day he's really the voice of reason yeah this relationship yeah and I, the non-voice of reason he, yes <laughs> the silent voice of reasons yes. but his, the way that they've just they make him so appealing and so earnest and you just love him well one thing we need to talk about which we haven't quite mentioned i mean we have 
offhandedly, but this is a stop motion film. Right. And Armin Animation does such a great job with stop motion where I was midway through and then I actually had to sit and, you know, think about, oh yeah, this is a stop motion animated film. You know, it's just, they just do it so well. And I'm so familiar with these characters that it's not distracting. Right. Like it was in the original Wallace and Gromit where you could see the thumbprints and the clay. By 2005, it had gotten very sophisticated. And really, it's just another amazing way to tell a story through the medium of animation and again i will say this forever and for always the process of stop motion blows my mind it really does it's just how meticulous and how much planning has to go into it i mean if you looking at a scene and there's one scene where he's in his room and there's a bunch of rabbits that are in cages all around and he's talking and moving but then all the rabbits are also you know blinking and moving around and that all has to be done you know, together to to film, right? I mean, there are certain pieces of animation which I've seen later is that they'll film one scene and they'll film different aspects of the scene and then they'll combine it all in post. But I mean, part of me thinks, oh, what if you did your whole scene and then you forgot to animate one character? Oh, no. Like, Dang it. <laughs> all these years of planning. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> you got to redo it. But, you know, obviously there's other ways to fix things like that. But it, it really is so meticulous and beautiful. And I, the planner in me loves the process of that. But yeah. then again, it still blows my mind as, whoa. That's a lot of work. The planner in me says, "Oh no, says, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm uh. gonna, I'm gonna fail miserably." <laughs> well, like the ones that I, the huge crowd scenes for me are just blow my mind. Yeah, because as you were saying, each one of them has a purpose and has a different route, has a different. Mm-hmm. They interact with each other. Gesture. And they are, yeah, it's just, I feel like, do you have a whole team of people that like, okay, you're in charge of that. You're in charge of of extra two. You're in charge of extra 324. Right. And they're just in, like, it just blows my mind. So, yes, that is our our uh, gush on stop motion and the process next time we do an animated film we will repeat this exercise yes every time we do it so at this point they've gone through and they've just okay so he's wanting to change these rabbits minds like he's trying to brainwash them to not like the veg and it something goes awry as it's expected you know everything that wallace does every invention somehow should go awry at some point in time because you know that's how the plot happens otherwise there's no movie to be there's no movie and so what happens is he ends up pushing something one wrong button and then one rabbit gets sucked up into this other tube and ends up he ends up trading his mind with the rabbit and to a point like so his his smarts and his uh inventing mind now is in this rabbit and his like way of acting you know <laughs> like it just mannerisms yes are in there and then this guy so now wallace when the moon shines is now become a giant fluffy rabbit oh yes oh yes who loves everything veg oh mm-hmm only the biggest and best veg for him. Well, he's quite a large rabbit. Yes. He does get quite big. <laughs> he's huge. So we need a quite large, you know, vegetable or veg to compliment him. Right. I like how they showed like, because at first you don't know that it's Wallace. No. At first it's just like, oh my Uh-oh. gosh. Giant. You think well, it's you think the, it's a little rabbit. Yeah. 
And so you think it's him. They lead you to believe it's him. And then later on, it's Gromit that figures out, uh, nope, that's definitely Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked that. I think that was good storytelling because it set up the suspense and we didn't really realize what was happening. And then it kind of had another aha moment for us, which we realized, uh uh-oh, this is an even bigger problem than we suggested. And it really does come full to full force later when, you know, he's at the dinner table with ears. <laughs> I mean, at that point, it's like, okay, if you have not picked up on this yet, please pick up on it now. Right. <laughs> because uh, we got to get going with the plot. Right. Well, but Victor finds out yes. that it's him. And so he's trying to now he has double motives of trying to get rid of this rabbit. One, he just likes to shoot things. And two, he would really like to shoot something that is going after his, his sugar mama. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) let's get rid of it all in one blow. So sinister. So there we go. And he has come across a golden bullet. Yes. So one of the things that 24 carats. (laughs) Yes, I know. I I like that little, little play, but one thing that he has, one thing that Wallace in his were rabbit form is that he's, you know, eating all sorts of veg around town and he goes to a local parish and eats theirs. And so uh, later the good old Lord comes back and, and he's, he's talking with the pastor. It's not a pastor talking with the priest Mm -hmm. and the priest, you know, lets him in on, Oh, this is what we need to do. And here's these, these bullets like only a golden bullet 24 carats um and so excellent and so that really sets up the importance of how important the shot getting that shot right is because you only have three right and he's like all like goo gaga about the fact that it's like gold right and that's the great thing is like yes you need a very specific type of bullet to kill him but hey after you shoot whatever you're gonna shoot just pull the bullet back out and sell it yeah, Great, there you make go. some money. <laughs> At least this was going through my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sinister Morgan. Oh. <laughs> Indeed. Watch out, everybody. Oh, watch out. <laughs> so I really liked how they, they developed the relationship between Totti and Wallace. And it's just become so cute and so endearing. And they just like each other. And like it goes... It's just sweet. Well, they have that one moment where she approaches them and she says, hey, you know, uh, well, because, uh, again, they didn't, he wasn't able to catch the creature because the creature was him. Yeah. Um, And so she says, she comes up to him and all the, well, so she's preparing for this annual show, which they have basically this contest for the best veg in each of these categories and her family has done it for hundreds of hundreds of years mm-hmm. and it the show must go on because that's all they're known for and she uh, you know i love that she is so obsessed with vegetables that she has her own secret garden <laughs> and she's like i know you would appreciate this and we knowing what he knows he hates vegetables well at this but time he is the he word. is the were rabbit or he just has the rabbit's tendencies mm-hmm. and the rabbit loves the veg and i just uh, that that's a funny scene because yeah. he's just all goo goo gaga over it <laughs> um however because he doesn't know that he's actually eating these vegetables when he transforms he goes and obviously eats a ton and they approach her and they say we cannot do this you said you were going to get this taken care of and we're still having 
in this infestation so we're out and she does not like that she doesn't appreciate that so she approaches wallace and says i'm sorry i i can't i have to hire this other guy because and the, he's going to kill them yes and she she's really she is so against that but her her priority is the contest first over right the, i guess the humanity and saving the animals of the bunnies and this is where she does admit like i was i was having feelings for you which is oh he's like what <laughs> it's like i can't we even just leave as friends that's very inconvenient right now <laughs> yes can we just shake hands nope <laughs> <laughs> oh yes yes at this point he's realized who he is and he's trying to hide it through a, a variety of means yeah so really this is where the i mean we're in basically the third act now and yeah, and the third act is basically you're you got Victor and he's about to kill Wallace mm-hmm. and knowingly he's about to kill Wallace. Oh, yes, premeditated. Premeditated murder, dude. Yeah, this is dark. This is I mean, actually darker than we than we realized. It's disguised as yeah. not so dark, but And so but Victor he like there's one part where he like staples her to a to a <laughs> pumpkin or something and yeah. he's like i've always liked i love it when your hair is pinned back like that oh. and then with the next time you see her she's got like band-aids on her hair oh <laughs> i was like that's great that's a good one <laughs> so he is trying to kill the rabbit and you have gromit who has taken this disguise of the of the other rabbit the girl rabbit to try and lead the were rabbit away and he ends up shooting the the costume rabbit before yeah. he shoots the were rabbit and it's like you mean you knew you lied to me <laughs> which is mason's line uh. rest in peace but he's not really dead he's just busy with school <laughs> so basically that's the that's the ending i mean you after he turns back into a human has his you know nice little sparkle happen effect and oh yeah that don bluth dazzle he's got to use it everybody's got to use it at least one time and, <laughs> and gromit uses the cheese to bring him back to life because who needs smelling salts when you have fancy cheese cheese does the does the better work it is a smelly 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 thing sometimes <laughs> and so uh so she gives him oh thank you so much for sacrificing your your marrow your Here's melon the golden carrot here's the golden carrot <laughs> and yeah that's basically it and then oh he he's thinking that she's gonna like want to kiss him or something like yeah. the entire time it's like really can i kiss and she's like actually do this one thing for me and then they turn she turns her home into a a bunny refuge sounds like an absolutely horrible idea a horrible idea <laughs> so actually there's this is a funny thing so ev i've got a a, a warren of bunnies at my house. Uh oh. They're not bunnies that I have tried. We we did not put them there. They just showed up. Mm-hmm. And but every time they only show up at nighttime. Like they come out at night and they yeah. start eating the grass seeds, um, which is annoying for my dad. But I don't really. I'm like whatever. <laughs> not my problem. It's not my problem. And then they drive in. I drive in and every time I see like one or two, I just always scream bunnies Chelsea has been ch- has been yelling bunnies for about 15 20 years at this point <laughs> I don't even know like I think since we got our dog they've disappeared ah mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know if we still have that Warren is still there or not hmm. the survival of the fittest the circle of life 
Yeah, my dog, she's a bird dog, but she would rather hunt rabbits. Cause... Of course, those are easy. Those don't fly away. <laughs> those don't fly away. <laughs> those just go in holes and you just suck them out. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, the, that's basically the end of the movie. It's pretty quick, 85 minutes in total. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, lickety split. And at the very, very end, the very last thing is we would like to stress that no animals were harmed during the making of this picture. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Okay. It, it seems like nowadays you have to put that disclaimer on everything. Like if there's a commercial and there's like a kid that like, I don't know, gets a stain on his shirt. Oh, we must. There were no humans hurt in the making of this movie. It's, <laughs> everyone has the ability to be offended or be offended for the animals that were potentially hurt. Because right. if you got hurt, oh, it's on. And well, but so, it's funny because it's like, it's stop motion. It's animation. Uh, <laughs> they don't know that. Like, do you actually have to put that in here? <laughs> No, no, Chelsea. I, that's what bunnies really look like. I know oh. you think your bunnies at your house, that's what they look No, no, no. The Makes real sense. bunnies actually are very clay-like and, and yes. All these years yes. I've been I know. I'm sorry I had to break in the dark. So, yeah, that is that. Santa Claus. Pretty good little you. movie. Uh, what would you rate it? You know, this one, I, I'm going to start out by saying I really like Wallace and Gromit as a series. I love them as characters, and I love each one of them. This movie itself, I felt got slow and boring at certain times. Um, there were funny moments, and I really enjoyed those funny moments, but I it didn't capture me, mm-hmm. and I wasn't totally engaged the entire time. And so I feel like that one cuts it down. I'm just going to say... Because of that, we're going to look at about three and a half stars for me mm-hmm. out of five. But that's the only negative I can really give about this movie yeah. is that I just wasn't totally engaged through the whole thing. Yeah, I love the Wallace and Gromit shorts. I think those are great. And I think the short form really is great for this type of humor yeah. and these types of stories. I'm, I am like in the same vein. So, so the past two episodes, we have been polar opposites in our feelings. Yes, but yes. this episode, we are right in line because I agree. There were times where I was like, all right, let's, let's pick it up. It got slow. I was like, okay, what are we doing here? um it wasn't there's there's nothing really like gripping about this to like keep me like at the edge of my seat it you know it has this bombastic title the curse of the were rabbit right but it really wasn't that i was quite a mellow yeah film for yeah, the most yeah, yeah. part there were like a few like even the rabbit didn't have that many like scary moments or mm-hmm. whatnot it was more just like a scene here oops now the vegetables have been eaten um there wasn't so- a lot on the line yeah, I mean, for them, yes, based on how much they <laughs> love the vegetable, the veg, right? A lot was on the line, but for us, it was like, okay, yeah, so what, right? Um, and I guess you have to buy into that narrative and really, really appreciate it. But yeah, for that reason, I'm gonna give it three and a half stars as well. Uh, this was actually critically acclaimed. I think it has 95, 96% really? on Rotten Tomatoes. It, it's good and it's quaint and it's cute. Yeah. And, you know, three and a half is a great rating. That's a positive rating where, you know, if you were to yeah, do yeah. the thumbs up or thumbs down, this is a thumbs up. It's just not my favorite of all time. But it was a bit slow. It was. You know, and I was thinking about it. It definitely wasn't the fact that it was, I don't know, because I, I was thinking about Shaun the Sheep and I'm definitely, I'm sure I gave Shaun the Sheep like in the fours, like four and a half, maybe even. And I was re- remembering, because as I'm watching Shaun the Sheep, even though there is no dialogue through that movie, it's I felt like I was more engaged in that one because there was just more things going on, more things I had to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think Wallace and Gromit, it was just, you kind of go the way of Wallace, just like, do do do, you know? So I think that's one of the main reasons. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because this is more or less one of the last Wallace and Gromit. There's been a few shorts that have been done after, but this is their only, yeah, their only feature length. And it really has become the Shaun the Sheep show. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of spinoffs as the Shaun the Sheep shorts, TV series and movie, you know, it's never ending. That is the new hotness. Yeah. I actually almost got to go when I was in Bristol, about two years ago, I mm-hmm. went to England for my cousin's graduation, and I we were in Bristol for like a day, and I really wanted to go. I even called the company. I was like, hey, can I come and do a tour of your building? And they're like, no. <laughs> like, Hard? Yes. Oh. Like, Dang it. Well, there's that. <laughs> Dang it. I was really bummed. <laughs> I tried. I I really did try. I like went all the way around, tried to do all of my my ins and outs of anybody that I knew that was somehow connected to somebody there. And nope, nope, nope. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> let's go to the voicemails. Let's go to the voicemails. Hello there, rotoscopers. This is Danny here, doing a terrible English accent that'll make old Dick Van Dyke blush with humiliation. The reason for this here accent is because I heard you discussing the ever-wonderful Wallace and Gromit movie, and I wanted to chime in on the fun. My thoughts are quite simple. I enjoy me this movie, as I love anything with Wallace and Gromit in it with all of me art. Though, if I might be honest, I do feel that Wallace and Gromit are much stronger in shorts than the feature films, since the three original shorts, Grand Day Out, A Wrong Trousers and A Close Shave, are pretty near perfect. Still, I do think this is a much watch for any Wallace and Gromit fan, and I was very happy when it won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature that year. So let's all love that wacky inventor and his lovable, brave dog. Anyway, that's all I've got to say for now. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day. want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the animation addicts podcast and for joining us for the review of wallace and gromit curse of the were rabbit this was actually a patron pick which i forgot to mention by Kay coleman so thanks to thanks Kay. thanks Kay, for picking this it was a fun fun little revisit of these classic characters good times Good times. So if you want to join the conversation, give us your thoughts on this movie, go to rotoscopers.com slash 148 to go in the comments there and join us for that discussion. Also, if you want to tweet about the show, use the hashtag animation addicts. I know for a few years we've been using the hashtag anim addicts, but I went on Instagram and I hadn't, hadn't clicked on the hashtag anim addicts hashtag in a while. And it seems the hashtag anim addicts has been taken over by... Pictures of dogs, a.k.a. animal addicts. And I said, no, 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 I don't want to share my hashtag. So I'm officially moving over, abandoning the hashtag animatics, and now it's hashtag animation addicts. So there you go. So anyone who uses the hashtag animation addicts and they have a post that is related to animation, 
Okay, you can't just do a post of your face and say, ha, animation attic. I mean, you have to be wearing a shirt. You have to be like screenshotting the show or something. Something about the podcast. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Yeah, you could even you could even repost our picture of yes. this episode. Perfect. Repost the picture of this episode. Repost a picture of the rotoscopers. Something related to the Animation Addicts podcast. Use the hashtag Animation Addicts on Instagram and you will be entered to win a $25 amazon gift card only one winner will be selected so best of luck to you and you have until now until june 8th at eleven fifty nine p.m arizona time to do your picks so get your hashtags ready boom boom and lastly again we mentioned patreon program we want to thank everyone who is a patron one thing about the patreon program we've added a few new perks starting in june we are going to be recording a special patron only only podcast we had done this previously but we're modifying it where we're going to be re-reviewing a classic animated film that people have asked for us for you know one of our our voicemail questions was saying hey you know what's your thoughts on this movie now that it's been two or three years so there are certain movies that we always talk about and we would love to go back and review beauty and the beast the swan princess some of these classic ones that are just so fun (laughs) and we will go back and we will review those and the patrons will be the ones to pick that and those will be a special um, podcast that will only be released for the patrons on a special podcast feed so if you want to do that, make sure to go to rotoscopers.com slash Patreon and join there. And we do have a stretch goal. Any if Once we hit $750 of Patreon pledges, then we will move the show to weekly. So that's even more animation addicts and podcasts for you. Right now, we release it every two, every two weeks. But if you want your podcast every Friday in your podcast feed... This is the way to do it. I mean, every little bit helps. If everyone who listens just donates a dollar, we would hit it. Well, yeah. Very quickly. Very, very, very So we do appreciate everyone who does support the show in any way. I mean, really, that's $12 a year. And if you just cut three, two or three Starbucks from your life for a year. (laughs) In a year. (laughs) In a year. Just sacrifice and brew that cup at home. (laughs) Hey, you're going to get twice as many podcasts, so... There you go. I think it's worth it, right? So anyways, a a big thank you to everyone who is a current patron and has been a patron. We have some OG patrons who have been around since the very beginning. Rachel Wagner, AJ. Also, we want to give a shout out to our newest patrons, Jason C. and Matthew L. So thank you guys for joining and becoming a Rotoscopers patron in the past month. And if you want to, again, if you want to become a patron, go to rotoscopers.com slash Patreon. All right, so our next episode is going to be another patron pick, and it's a Studio Ghibli film. We're hopping to Japan with my neighbor, Totoro. I'm excited for this one. We haven't had a Studio Ghibli in a long time. Yeah, so send us your voicemails, rotoscopers.com slash voicemails. Or if you want to give us a call, you can use your good old-fashioned cell phone and call 406-646-6575. And with that, until next time, we are the Rotoscopers. Off, Jimmy. Get off. Get out of here. Off. Out. 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 Oh, he's so dejected. <laughs> Casting dog. <laughs> anyway, um, animation addicts. And if you do that, I am going to give away something cool. What should I give away? Oh, what do we have to give away? Um, <laughs> like your Aladdin rug? <laughs> <laughs>
No, not that. <laughs>